Thanks for joining me on episode 1083 of the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. Dow Tippett, author of Seven Daily Choices, I challenge you to invest in yourself, invest in others, develop your influence, and impact the world by using your time, your talent, and your treasures to live out your calling. Having the ability to make the right choices every day is key. And one way to be inspired to do that is to listen to this, the Inspired Stewardship Podcast with my friend, Scott Mater. And then hit the next day running. This idea of setting some time aside to just do some mental and physical house cleaning is a powerful way of getting your life back on track when something happened that brought you off track in the first place. Welcome and thank you for joining us on the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. If you truly desire to become the person who God wants you to be, then you must learn to use your time, your talent, and your treasures for your true calling. In the Inspired Stewardship Podcast, you will learn to invest in yourself, invest in others, and develop your influence so that you can impact the world. Today's episode about investing in others by stewarding your time, I talk with you about what a reset day is. I share how you can use that to reset when you get off track, and I share some of the best things you can actually do on a reset day. As we talk about stewarding your time, wouldn't it be great if you could support this podcast and do it without just taking too long? Turns out you can't. All you have to do is use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon when you're ready to make a purchase via Amazon, and a small commission will come back to support the show just that quick. If you enjoy the show when you are ready to buy from Amazon, just use inspiredstewardship.com slash Amazon. One of the things that naturally happens to us when we're trying to create new habits, when we're trying to do things that are different than what we've done before, or even just if we're dealing with the normal stuff that happens in our day-to-day life, is we'll begin to drift away from behaviors that we know we should be doing. Maybe stop exercising as much, stop eating stop spending the time figuring out our budget that we need to, whatever it is, whatever area of life we're trying to focus on, we'll drift away from that. And one of the best ways to deal with that drift is to recognize it and get realigned before you've gotten too far off track, to to make little course corrections throughout the process as you head towards a goal. But the truth is, what often happens to us is one bad week, one bad day leads to another, and pretty soon you look up and you've really gotten completely off track from the path that you want to be on. And that momentum of being off track and off kilter is so strong, it's hard to get your mind and your body and your heart and your soul back in alignment. One thing that I've discovered throughout the years is this idea of taking a reset day. This is a day that you set aside, and typically it is a weekday, not a weekend, and we'll talk about that later, that you set aside to get things back in order. It's taking a vacation day if you work a nine-to-five job or setting aside a day as a self-employed person that you actually take that day off from work and from other things 
and focus on just a few key areas and work on those. Now, a lot of times, like I said, it's a weekday. And for most of us, that makes the most sense because even though at first glance, it may be like, late, let's take a Saturday or let's take a Sunday. But the truth is you usually already have things booked on your Saturday or Sunday. You have other people and other events that generally have spoken for that time. And so you usually, believe it or not, have a harder time dedicating a full day to this kind of reset or fresh start day than if you take a day off in the middle of the week. For most of us, that is true. What do you do with a reset day? What does it look like? Basically, you divide your day up into about an eight-hour block. Now, it doesn't have to be exactly eight hours, and you don't have to do all of these things, but these are the sorts of ideas or phases that you want to work on. One of them is you want to do some organization, some house cleaning. This could be metaphorical in terms of actually just getting things in order, maybe on your computer, on your desktop, as well as physically in the building. But it's usually about actually cleaning up the order of the office and the work where you work, especially if you're working from home. It's about bringing order back to that environment. The truth is a lot of studies show that working in an area that is chaotic brings disorder to our life and working in a place that is organized helps bring order to our thoughts and our mind as well. So spend about an hour working on getting the physical structure of your house in order. Then take an hour and do a brain dump. And again, you don't have to do these in exactly this order. Do a brain dump. I like to do this first, where I literally get out on paper all of the various unfinished questions, unfinished tasks, all of the things that maybe are floating around in my head. If I've been doing a good job of closing loops and capturing things in my task list, this doesn't take very long. But there are times, even though I'm very organized at trying to bring closed loops and bring things into my list, there are times when I'm overwhelmed and things are going so crazy in my life that I discover myself spending a significant amount of time writing down and brainstorming all sorts of things that I find were floating around and cluttering my mind. Then spend about an hour taking care of a lot of your little to-dos. Look for things that take you less than 10 or 15 minutes, things that you can do relatively quickly. Making that appointment that you've been putting off making, signing up for that next uh, task that you had, or buying that one item that you've been putting off buying and making sure you get it ordered, or doing that one little thing on the email that you've been putting off. Basically, some small tasks that you can knock out relatively quickly. You've begun at this point to close a lot of those open loops. And so then you can spend an hour looking at some of your higher level goals, some of your longer term tasks that you're going to be doing and make sure that you spend some time planning on how are you going to do those. It's not about accomplishing them this time. It's about making a plan of what am I going to put back on my calendar or back on my to-do list that I've been putting off and then begin to actually either return to the routine that you've had 
and revisit it and look and say, hey, is this effective? Is this working for me? Maybe actually schedule the time that you've been putting off doing your morning and evening routines, but put those back on your calendar so you can actually accomplish them. If you don't have a morning and evening routine, it's about creating it. Spend a little bit of time figuring out what got you off track and what can you do to avoid getting off track again. And then spend some time rewinding, rejuvenating, resting, and relaxing, and then hit the next day running. This idea of setting some time aside to just do some mental and physical house cleaning is a powerful way of getting your life back on track when something happened that brought you off track in the first place. Thanks for listening. Thanks so much for listening to the Inspired Stewardship Podcast. As a subscriber and listener, we challenge you to not just sit back and passively listen, but act on what you've heard and find a way to live your calling. If you like this episode on the stewardship of time, be sure to sign up for our Stewardship of Time tips series by going to inspiredstewardship.com slash time or texting 44222 time tips and that'll get you our best tips on stewarding your time until next time invest your time your talent and your treasures develop your influence and impact the world